0: I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning Hamilton this is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment the Golfy team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin.
1: Good morning once again. Yeah, also in studio today is Philip Golfi, sales representative with Remax's Cartman Realty, the Golfi team. They're all over social media at Rob Golfi on Twitter and Instagram. Like the Rob Golfi Facebook page online at robgolfi.com and call them anytime at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. Subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And if you have a question for the Golfie team, or you would like to recommend a topic idea that we can pounce on on this program, email questions at robgolfie.com. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. Dot com. A couple of the topics that we are going to touch on today, uh, the for sale sign, we see them uh, all over our uh, great city. Uh, there's one on my street, there's probably one on your street if you're listening to the program today. Uh, it is getting, apparently, its first major makeover in nearly a half century. We'll talk about that a little later on in the program. We'll also talk about those darn millennials choosing cryptocurrency over real estate. Are they nuts Apparently so, according to a uh, new report. Uh, Canada's home sales touch a five-year low for June. They're down 10% since last year. We'll dig into that as well. But we'll begin the show with what information should sellers include in a listing advertisement and what should they be leaving out? Also, what should buyers be looking for in an ad. So maybe we'll start with the seller's point of view. So uh, you're meeting with a the clients. They want to sell their house. Uh, obviously, they're going to uh, put a listing uh, maybe online uh, or not maybe online, definitely online, uh, perhaps in a newspaper or magazine or, or that uh, uh, kind of avenue. What should the seller be promoting about their property?
0: The uh, A lot of the things that uh, people that are interested, they want to know the main components of the house, the kitchen, Um, You know, when was it last updated? You know, the the granite countertops. The windows, that's Mm -hmm. important. Um, The big uh, ticket items. The big ticket items, yeah. Like, years ago, uh, there used to be wood windows, right? So, a lot of those houses that were built in the uh, early 90s and 80s and 70s, uh, a lot of them had wood windows. So, now they're all getting replaced Mm -hmm. with vinyl. And vinyl, I mean, you'll get... Thirty to fifty years out of vinyl if you take care of them. Right. Um, so, so people want to know what the windows are, especially if they're wood. Then you know it's going to be a tougher sale. Uh, furnace uh, if it's a rental that mm-hmm. becomes a little tougher. Uh, how old is the furnace? Because uh, furnaces today, um, you know, you get a fifteen years if 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 you're, if it's a you know half decent furnace. Right. The old days used to get twenty five to thirty years. You know, that's just the way. Those it goes. are the good old days. Those are the good old <laughs> days when they made things that uh, lasted. Yeah. Uh, shingles, shingles are important. We never say new roof because it's not a new roof; it's a new, right. new, shingles. new shingles. And a lot yeah. of agents make that mistake. They put new roof. Um, the wiring, if it's got uh, you know aluminum mm-hmm. wiring mm-hmm. or updated an, an, an updated a uh, hydro panel. It, like you, a lot of times, a lot of the, these houses in Hamilton still have um, um, what do you the call fuse, it? Fuses. Yeah. yeah. And it, and insurance companies. They want that changed, and they want the breaker switches there, right. so um what else is there? um just uh, a lot you know a lot of uh, a lot of different uh things that uh, that's what you have to should put in mm-hmm. in the remarks because those are the key things, and right. after that because you, know, you have a limited amount of space you you do have a limit it's a little more now than it was a right. year ago because they actually opened it up more. Uh, but sometimes if you give too much information about the house, you know, like, like if it's got a beautiful sunroom, fantastic, you know, sunroom, uh, you know, sunny, bright sunroom. Um, and then put in the benefits of, you know, updated bathrooms, you know, updated this, updated mm-hmm. that, but all the, all the key points. I mean, and sometimes people like writing, you know, like, oh, sitting by the window and Drinking having a co- morning coffee, right. coffee, and coffee. Trying and to give the, the, the person
1: a visual. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. you
0: know, like pe- people... They they will skip through that and probably skip the, the whole listing completely. Um, people I think, want that. We,
2: d- we live in an age, you know the Twitter the Twitter era where you know it's tell me what the house is in 140 characters. Right. right. Yeah. Or we're, we're 240 yeah. characters yeah. now. So yeah. tell me what the house is in 240 characters. They, they, I'll get an idea by by you know by the end. It's like it's like when you see a news article on Twitter. If you're interested in the headline, right. you're going to click the link and read the rest of the article. Yeah. So. You wanna you wanna get somebody interested in the house through through a short description. If they're interested, they're gonna read the rest of the mm-hmm. description or 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 you know go view the property. Right. Yeah.
0: So like, like for instance, there was um, a listing that um, that uh, didn't sell. Um, the client, uh, announced my client. They cl- called me up and said, uh, Rob, you know, we, I couldn't sell. Can you come and take a look at it? Mm-hmm. I looked at it. the remarks completely. I can't believe. No wonder it didn't sell. Really,
1: man? <laughs> you know? What you know? did it say? Well, okay. it said
0: uh, uh, it, was, it was promoting investors. Oh, wow. And it,
1: so, so you just cut off a so, major part of your- Yeah,
0: but, but, but the thing is, this house is not just an investors uh, Every house in Hamilton uh, is, is sure. for investors. If you want to buy real estate, <laughs> yeah. buy any real piece of real estate. Yeah. But this house is a nice bungalow, 950 square feet. It has an in-law set up downstairs. Perfect for the first-time buyer, price fantastic, and I'm I'm reading this and I'm going, I can't believe this. Like like I, I'm thinking this is like a fixer-upper the way I was reading this right. this 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 listing. They hardly had any showings, no wonder. And um and there there's a lot of there's a few other mistakes on the listing. So y- y- you want to get the person. Looking at this listing they're gonna read the first few lines so you know and so I'll probably start saying this is fantastic opportunity uh, for a first time buyer or or retiree move into this mm-hmm. you know complete you know uh, nine hundred fifty square foot bungalow uh, has a full in-law set up if you have you can rent out or you can um, you know a family member yeah. to move down there it's got two kitchens two bathrooms two full bathrooms um, so those are the things that people want, not you know, like sit in your backyard and watch the hummingbirds <laughs> fly by and all that kind yeah. of stuff. You want to cast a <laughs> wide <Yeah>. net, <laughs> yeah. right? And get as, yeah. uh, get as many yeah. eyeballs on this <laughs> listing, right? You know, so so, but uh, but it, it's it's important, and uh, uh, other things are, are what you put on the sign on the front lawn, those are other key factors. Mm. Um, so for instance, luxury homes. Um, they have, um, you know, if it's the, a th-
2: the luxury home rider, <laughs> yeah,
0: no, no, but but let, let's say a luxury home is a two million dollar house. Right, you kind of expect to have a pool, right? So it's fine. You can mm-hmm. put pool uh, a rider on the sign, but I do not put pool riders on my signs because ninety percent, maybe more. People that buy a house with a pool weren't looking for a house with a pool. Wow. And what happens is if they're driving down the street and they see a big flash that says pool and and they've never had a pool before, they're going to want – they don't want anything to do right. with the pool. So they won't walk into that house. So I kind of um, – usually on the higher end homes, I take pictures of the, uh, of the pools with the with the listing. On the, on the lower end, like, you know, if it's 500 or less – or, or 400 or less I, I kind of you know I maybe put one picture, but I don't mention anything about the pool, Mm -hmm, because I mm -hmm. don't want to deter anybody to not look at this house. Right. Um, uh, Because that's
1: probably going to garner the most attention. I mean, you can have a new kitchen, new bathroom, new finished basement, new shingles, the whole bit, and there's a pool, and the only thing that they're going to concentrate on is, do we really want a pool? Exactly. Um, Exactly.
0: So so people that are looking for a house with a pool, they'll find it, because we have a checkbox that says, in-ground pool. Right and And even above ground pool um, and i and and usually with uh above ground pools houses with above ground pools, I very rarely check off there is a, an above ground pool because it you know a lot of because the, they're easy to take out if somebody doesn't want it, if somebody wants it there if but if it's nicely done, you know it's decked out all the way around, then I, I'll mention it but I'll tell you every person that, uh, like you talk to people that have pools. And they bought a house. Just say, were you looking for a house with a pool?
2: <laughs> no. Guaranteed,
0: really? they'll say no. But it, it, it became a bonus after. Yeah. But but a lot of people, I'm telling you, if they drive by and they see a big pool sign underneath the sign, they're just going to keep driving <laughs> until they <laughs> find another one. That because a lot of people don't want pools. Yeah. But
1: so yeah. in terms of that that selling aspect, uh, it's almost a cherry on top. That or almost a surprise to the, the, the people who are going through the house.
0: Yeah. So it, so when people so here's the thing. You want somebody to walk in through your front door, and and they usually make their decision whether they fall in love with your house or not as soon as they en- enter the front door. Right. So that's a key component. So I always when I'm sitting down there with my clients saying here's what we got to do to get your house sold ready. I'll go. I'll walk to the front door and I and I stand there at the front entrance and I take and I and I scan that room and I say okay. Is there anything bothering here? here Mm -hmm. that may deter me from even (laughs) not even going any further right so i i'll stand there and i'll take a look at the living room sometimes you can see the kitchen down the hall and then you got your uh uh, family room on one side and i you know i'm looking i go this is this looks great perfect Uh, but if there's things that we have to take out we take out but that front entrance is the most important Thing right when you it's the first your, impression it's the first impression yes you and you don't get a second chance to make a first impression so
1: when you step into that house because you want to survey the the, the home obviously you want to survey the scene what are some of the things that you notice instantly that are negatives that are red flags that the homeowner or the person who's trying to sell this house should change or get rid of
0: sometimes you know sometimes bright colors yeah um and you know and and it's and it's hard like I just I went I was at a house um just uh, last week and she. This lady, she has this kind of like, um, not baby blue, but some kind of blue in the kitchen. And her name's Lisa. I said, Lisa, do you mind? I know you love this color. But I says, now you want, you're you ready to move. Yeah. I said, you know the, the pink color that you have in the living room? Can you put that into the kitchen? And I says, you know, I'm not, you know, I says, it's perfect. You know, I know you love it and everything. And she goes, really? And I go, I go believe me. It'll make a big difference when people are looking at it on pictures on on the MLS, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: um, that's the only thing they see, right?
0: It it it, it just stands out. Yeah. It, the, the bright colors stand out. And I told them to get I I told them to get the gardening and everything, the flower beds all done. Everything was overgrown and stuff like that. They just mismanaged. It, it's getting too much for them. Right. Right. So I said, spend you know uh, you know two or three thousand dollars get get the front curb appeal done. I told them to take this one tree down and all the like, like just open it up mm-hmm. and uh, so they're working on that right now to, nice. to get it sold ready and um, there was a couple other things um, i mentioned but uh, but we can get back to that i guess yeah. after break we'll
1: take a break uh, i would assume that clutter is probably in that category as well oh, absolutely we'll, we'll get into that and a whole lot more including millennials choosing cryptocurrency over real estate we're gonna bug phil about that one because <laughs> uh, I, I can see him in that group no <laughs> you're listening to the hamilton real estate show on 900 chml Welcome back. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfi and Philip Golfi, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team. They're online at robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Call them anytime at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. Find them on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is at Rob Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well and subscribe to the Hamilton Real estate show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900CHML.com. If you have a question for the Golfie team, we'll get to it on a future program. Email questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, the for sale sign gets its first major makeover in nearly 50 years. We'll talk about millennials choosing cryptocurrency over real estate. And Canada's home sales touch a five-year low for June, down 10% since last year. But we're continuing our discussion with Uh, what information should sellers include in a listing advertisement and what should they leave out? We'll also talk about what buyers are looking for in an ad. Uh, So we were talking just before the break about entering a home, first impression, bright colors is a no-go. Clutter is probably a big red flag, too. You know, clean up Clutter,
0: yeah, absolutely clutter. Um, A lot of, like, sometimes people have the ivy over the kitchen uh, kitchen cabinets uh, hanging over and everything. I I tell (laughs) them, remove it. Yeah, the fake fake plants. Remove it. I had one uh, lady I'll I'll never forget, and it was on Beach Palace or somewhere down in uh, Stony Creek. She had a vine growing through her house like like a real life? like a real vine it was really? so long like and i and she didn't want to take it down oh and God. i said i said you know that can, that plant can cost you Thousands of dollars. I says taking pictures of this house. People are like, it's it, it's it's distracting. Right. Um, so I mean, literally, like this plant's been growing there for I don't know, maybe five ten years, and it oh, and she's kind of clipped it all the way around. It's and it's traveling through the house, you know, on the wall, like 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 she she hooks it. Like it's I don't know those those one lot. It's like a vine that it just yeah. Like, it doesn't spread wide, but it's just one. Just keeps going. it just keeps growing like just and <laughs> and I I don't know and I, and I go I go I go you know that you're gonna have to kill this thing uh eventually because right. if you're moving you know the, the homeowners aren't gonna want this sure, yeah. and they'll probably want want it removed before they move in
1: yeah so why not do it now
0: but um something like that you, you definitely have to uh, remove um you know and any cars um, that are you know not being used definitely should be out of the driveway, out of the driveway. um it, it, it's it, it people look at that like and pictures are important the pictures are so important mm-hmm. like we were just talking about you know a bathroom picture and you just have a picture of a toilet it's kind of like it, it doesn't serve its per- unless, like i take pictures of luxury bathrooms or if they're updated bathrooms but if you have a wide angle lens you can actually you know see, see the whole bathroom right. you got new cabinets and stuff otherwise, like that otherwise it's not really worth it it's not worth it unless it's a house that is completely needs to be updated, and you r- in divulge that into the uh, remarks. Mm-hmm. That's fine, and you could show. Um, but you want people to know what they're getting into when they're getting them. right. So, I mean, if it's a fixer upper, don't say, "Hey, beautiful house on a great street," and then all <laughs> of move a sudden, in ready, move yeah. in ready. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, it is a fixer upper. Um, you, you go. You want people to know that this house does need a few things. And uh, so when they're going there, they they kind of expect that, and sometimes yeah. they, they, they think it needs a lot more than what it really needs, and and when they walk in, say, hey, this is not as bad as we thought it would be, mm-hmm. and and it makes it a lot easier to sell. Never, you know, you want the buyer to know what they're getting. Into you don't want the wrong buyer showing up, right. you know. The wrong buyer is just gonna, you know, you, you just you just defeated the purpose of selling that house. Yeah. Also,
1: in terms of that first impression as well, you want to make the buyer feel that they are already living there, or they can envision themselves being there.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, and we tell them to talk. Sometimes we get these small houses with big bulky furniture, and mm-hmm. they probably, you know, they probably got a deal on it somewhere, yeah. and and, and it was <laughs> so they like I'm telling you these the furniture is so big like you literally have to step over right. and it
1: makes the room look smaller. it does right?
0: so we have to tell them you know please remove
2: or you get the king bed in the uh, the 10 by 12 yeah, yeah. yeah. so you get you, you can walk around
0: kind of jump in from, the, from <laughs> outside the door yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah but you get you yeah you get like oversized uh, furniture for certain rooms yeah um, but it's um you know there's there's a lot of different things that you when you're selling a house um, you know and we, we preview all our pictures you know we want to make sure the pictures look good um you know before when it hits the mls system because mm-hmm. we because as a consumer we we want to know what we're we're getting into and a lot of times th- there are instances where houses do look better online than than when you, you get into the house because of the wide-angle lenses on these cameras right, yeah. yeah but
1: um, plus the smells i mean you can't smell the picture right
0: no and, and and the smell also too um um most most people you know they're very they're, you know with their pets are are really good but there is the odd one and i i will mention i said you know guys i i you know, I don't have a dog, but I, I, I uh, you know, I, I smell a little bit of a dog, and, and I love dogs. And but I, I would put like a, a little uh air freshener sometimes, we'll even buy them ourselves, mm-hmm. show up with it, plug it in, and try to you know deter that smell yeah. of uh the dog. But then sometimes we had one, uh, Philip, you know, who this is, this uh, the one in uh, Beamsville, the, you know, your um, they. The the smell oh. of dogs was so really bad. Yeah. How many <laughs> dogs did they have? I just don't know. Two. They had two, but oh, they wow. let their dogs go to the washroom downstairs. Oh wow. And it was terrible. But the whole house was just a disaster. Yeah. And um and they don't smell it because they live there. They're used to it. Yeah, they live there, and but when you walked in, it was just like a like like a cloud just hit you. <laughs> and wow! So it, so you're trying to be gentle on how to deal with that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, we were talking about uh, Philip mentioned uh, Twitter and uh, you know the the 280 characters that we have nowadays. How has online advertising, whether it's MLS or you know your Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram, how has that changed the game and how has that opened up? Uh, uh, You know this uh, this sector to consumers. Yeah, I think it's just there's so many
2: different avenues where you can promote different listings, and and each one of those, like if you have a you know more of a first time buyer house, where it's you know in that three fifty to four fifty or five hundred thousand dollar range, you want to promote it on Instagram because there's a lot more active users on Instagram that are in that age group who yep. are looking to buy houses. Now, when you do have a an older like we found that a lot more older baby boomers use Facebook mm-hmm. whereas a lot more younger people use Instagram so you, you you can you know target and direct your listings towards each of those demographics accordingly based on the the amount of the house or or you know the style of the house that you're price. looking for um, in terms of the price now when it comes to that a lot of those a lot of those things are good for branding in terms of a real estate team or 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 a company, and being able to promote our our business and our services and and how we like to you know present ourselves and present our listings so we use we use you know we use a number of different avenues but you know we're big on on social media which is facebook instagram Mm -hmm. twitter Mm -hmm. um and and then we have our radio show it's an it's an avenue for us to put our podcast out right but uh in in terms of in terms of our listings we do you know we get really creative we do a lot of you know videos um We do a lot of, you know, whether it's just pictures or or different descriptions or or even things such as, you know, did you see this Um, stuff on, on, on social media?
1: speaking of social media you know especially twitter uh you know there's so much to look at that you know when you're sending out a tweet you have to I-, I think work that much harder to get eyeballs on it because you know you're being riddled with everything under the sun right
2: yeah i mean i mean twitter's twitter's a big thing it's a it's a great um source for news i think if you're you know if something happens whether it's you know uh something happens in the real estate market or something happens in Um, you know, even, even if you're looking for content for the show and, and coming up with different ideas, Twitter is a great resource Mm -hmm. to go to because that's everything. It's, it's almost like a big database of, of the most recent news that's going on in, in today. So, um, I know, you know, Remax Escarpment, our brokers that we work for has a, has a Twitter, they post every single new listing. That Remax Escarpment has. So if you just if you just you know if you follow them on Twitter, you're constantly getting updated. The second that that listing goes online, right. it's hitting the Remax Escarpment Twitter feed. So um, and then and then when it comes to different articles or or different you know following different different real estate investors, that they you know they share their thoughts on the market or, or they share what they're thinking or what they're doing on Twitter. So it's it's a it's a good it's a good you know resource mm-hmm. and a good network to go to mm-hmm. for for different real estate things.
1: We talked about what information uh, sellers should be uh, including in their listings. As far as buyers go, is it more of a visual thing as opposed to what is written? Because I think most home buyers are going to expect... Uh, you know, may, they might be expecting a new kitchen, maybe a new bathroom, new shingles, uh, a pool or, or non-pool. But is it more of a visual thing for them? They want to see what this property looks like.
0: Yeah, they they match up the. the, the it's, it is a visual thing, but it's also the price thing too. Right. Because the buyer knows prices better than anybody else because they're looking at every single one. Because yeah, so they're, they're the ones that are shopping. Yeah. They're the ones that are shopping. Um, they're looking at. Um, the upgrades the uh, the updates and upgrades that the house has like so those are those are important that should be on every listing um, so like let 's say if, uh, we have a house that 's 20 year shingles well we 're not going to mention anything about shingles yeah. <laughs> so you know what i mean like i 'm not going to say twenty year shingles because now i 'm just Made the buyer think, "Oh, we got to put, put new shingle. We got to put new shingle. and yeah. and it could be a, a thirty-year shingle. We don't know, but if it looks good, it's okay. We're fine. Uh, but I usually put uh, any updates that were within the past five years. So it's always it,
2: always the funny acronyms for the buyers. It's you know need some TLC. Basically, means <laughs> you got to tear down the house and
0: rebuild it. Or, yeah, and or, you, uh, you got to be you got you, you have to be careful <laughs> you know, when you use the word TLC.
2: TLC is a strong, uh, yeah. strong.
1: That, that can mean a lot of things. <laughs> it, it,
0: does, it needs. It, it needs. A, it, it's very vague, right? Yeah. yeah. Like
2: like realtors, you know, they try to promote a house in a way that that draws people to it. Right. So some of the acronyms, and, and it's always funny. It's you know, great sunset view, and then you get there, and it's you know you got to you're looking at another house beside you or <laughs> yeah. you got to look around the corner for yeah. the sunset view right, or, right, right. or it's uh you know you know views of the lake and in the houses you know two miles you from the lake but the you got yeah you got to you got to uh, you got to yeah. crawl on your roof to look right. at the lake but yeah. you can still see yeah you can yeah. still see the yeah. lake
0: a lot of people put little things like that yeah but um but again it's uh, it's just putting in um putting in Details, like for instance, like if a house needs a little bit of uh, updating, sometimes I'll just say, you know, a uh, paintbrush and uh, and a hammer can, <laughs> you know, just like mildly. You don't want to say mm-hmm. it needs TLC. Just say, you know, a house could, you know, use a make s- it your own. Yeah, make it your own right. kind of thing. So it, people
1: say, okay, well, so it's more to- of a style thing than yeah. a, a structural thing.
0: A t- TLC. I uh, mean, it, to me, it's been used so much. To a point where you don't know if it needs a total gut or <laughs> yeah. or a tear down, or it's just maybe just a paint job. Right, so right. You, you you have to describe what the house needs. If it's a house that needs to be you know fixed up and some work done, you just and just describe exactly. You no, know, yeah. you know with you know it may need a, a you know new kitchen and, and bath, and then you have your perfect home. You know right. what I
1: mean? Yeah, I mean for the vagueness of TLC to me, I take it as you know when I'm looking for a home, I take it as a negative because now you're asking me to do some work. To get it up Mm -hmm. to the standard that I wanted to see it at. So, yeah, that's that's a dangerous word. Uh, All right, let's switch gears here and talk about uh, Canada's home sales touching a five-year low for June, down 10% since last year. So this is the Canadian Real Estate Association saying uh, earlier this week... That sales in June uh, were up 4.1% compared with May, marking uh, what the board described as the first substantial month-over-month increase this year. However, the June sales were down 10.7% compared with a year ago, a five-year low for the month. Um, Comments? Not really surprising. Um, You know what? The year has been
0: going that way, so we're kind of expected that uh, the unit number of sales um, are gonna be down this year mm-hmm. because most of the sales were probably done last year yeah um, but um, but we're, we're, we're back to like if, if we erased 2017 we wouldn't be saying we're 10% exactly down. yeah. Um, so we'd be we'd be on track to being um, you know like a normal growth time for uh, for year over year mm-hmm. but um, but the market is a di- little different there's no doubt about it we we found this week alone I, I found that it's picked up a little bit so uh, people that have their houses up for sale be optimistic it's gonna happen don't worry <laughs> <laughs> it has been uh, it is uh, it, it has been challenging uh, uh, for the last couple of months uh, people that have putting their house up for sale um, they're not getting these showings that that were you know normally would normally get this time of year so and uh, and sometimes you have to uh, it, this we're in the market of being patient, and and if you have to be patient in this market, and 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 this is you know it does take time to sell you know half million million dollar house. I mean it's not something it's not like going to a car lot and you know, and p- buying a $30,000 yeah. car. And getting whatever you want. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny to think year over year. So last year, at least last spring, you know, buyers were frustrated because they were losing out because there were so many of them trying yeah. to get in on a property. This year, sellers are kind of getting frustrated because they're thinking, you know, why isn't my property selling? Where are all these buyers? Where do they go?
0: <laughs> uh, they're waiting it's, and sitting on the yeah, fence. Yeah. yeah, they're waiting. Uh, the, the buyers are out there. They're just, uh, they're they're more in into the market now. Um, and they just they just want to see what's going
1: on. That's do you, all. Do you think they're waiting for the market to decline even more? So do you think they, you get that sense from them that uh, I'm going to wait a little bit longer because prices is going to go down a little you bit. You know more. what? I'm sure
0: there's a, there's a percentage of people that are probably waiting that to see if if it's going to come down more. Um, it, 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 there's a various scenarios. Um, some people can't. You know, it. it Who knows? Like, it just, uh, it's just, it's funny that uh, how things react. Like, sometimes we put up a house for sale and um, we get nothing for a month. And all of a sudden, in one weekend, you get multiple offers. Mm -hmm. And then the house has been on the market for 30 days. Mm -hmm. And, and, you can't understand how that works it's just like what did somebody just put a sign up okay it's time to buy a house <laughs> yeah, this weekend everybody's ready yeah everybody's yeah. ready but it's just but it's it's funny how that, that works it's just uh, we don't know what drives you know if it's the media or just it just it just it just, it just, it just goes that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of
1: funny. Uh, some other uh, statistics and uh, information from this uh, report from the Canadian Real Estate Association. The number of newly listed properties for sale, this is national again, uh, fell by 1.8% across the country uh, to just over 70,000. Calgary, Edmonton, Ottawa, and Montreal were the most prominent markets to see listings take a hit. And the national average price for a home sold in June was just under $496,000, down 1.3% from a year ago. Excluding the Greater Vancouver and the Greater Toronto markets, the average price was just over 389000 a 0.9% year-over-year decrease. So, What a difference uh, adding Vancouver and Toronto into the mix. Hikes it by $110,000, or, or thereabouts, $105,000. Yeah. $1, uh, still to come on the show, we'll talk about millennials choosing cryptocurrency over real estate and the for-sale sign getting its first major makeover in nearly a half century. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Good morning. My name is Rick Samprin. In studio today with Rob Golfi and Philip Golfi, sales representatives with Remax's Cartman Realty, the Golfi team. They're online at robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Call them anytime at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. Have a question for the Golfi team? Email questions at robgolfi.com. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter at robgolfi. Like the Rob Facebook page, and don't forget to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Google Play and iTunes. You can find past episodes online at RobGolfy.com and 900CHML.com. Still to come, the for sale sign gets a, uh, a major makeover for the first time in nearly 50 years. Uh, but we'll switch gears here for a moment and talk about millennials choosing cryptocurrency over real estate. This is a report uh, by Get Living, a UK-based developer, uh, which, uh, according to uh, 3,065 millennials who were surveyed, 21% of these millennials prefer cryptocurrency over real estate. Are they nuts? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I think it's just an easier investment for them. It's, a, it's, a, it's an alternative investment avenue that allows them to, to, to build wealth while not having to, you know, contribute their entire income towards one investment. Okay. I can right? see. Right? So it, it might be an uh, an avenue to get to to get to real estate, right? It might be an avenue to say, hey, listen, I'm gonna put five thousand dollars into this, into a, a crypto um and hope that it goes up 10 percent and Mm. then and then i'll be able to afford a down payment on a house right um instead of just having you know instead of just saving in a a checkings account it allows you to put your money away and it's very similar to a mutual fund or a bond or or a stock um crypto is just another one of those things that's an investment avenue Mm -hmm. um just because to afford a down payment now it's 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 hard right so a lot of other people are 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 using other investment avenues to build their wealth and then and then hopefully eventually getting to a down payment to afford right. afford real estate now i think like in, in in listening to other real estate podcasts and and what's going on especially into the you know the greater vancouver greater toronto area the recommendation is don't wait to try and buy a house where you live right go outside into the sub uh, suburbs and 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 find something at a cheaper value and drive into the city and and you'll build your wealth faster at owning something just outside the city and and and, and building equity in there mm-hmm. and then and then eventually moving back to the city instead of just waiting right right instead of waiting to buy something that that's yeah. that's in the city so so but the, the 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 one thing about crypto is you don't need you know a five percent or ten percent you can invest 500 bucks right right yep. and you can invest a thousand bucks and you can you know you can own you know you know 10 percent of a bitcoin if a, if a bitcoin's fifteen thousand dollars you can own you know what i mean you can you can break it up that way so mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to invest into into these other avenues of of investments
1: right and there's zero maintenance as well i mean you can None. you can buy bitcoin and and, and do nothing yeah you, you don't have to worry about a bad tenant or you don't have to worry about yeah, that, exactly. you know
2: people smoking in your house or bringing yeah. dogs and or, or or um but I mean, it's it's a little volatile for me, a little too volatile for me. Right. Um, but, but you know, people have gotten rich off crypto in, in a very short period of time. Mm. And I think that's, you know, what what we're attracted to. It's what a lot of people are attracted to is, you know, what's the next best way to get rich fast? Right. And a lot of people have chosen to do it through cryptocurrencies yeah. and, and thinking that they're the future of, of digital currencies, the future of, you know, how we're going to, purchase mm-hmm. uh,
1: you're mentioning uh, millennials or first-time home buyers looking to the suburbs for the for their first house uh the worst thing they can do is be house poor and 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 buy a home that's a little too much for them to afford maybe needs some maintenance or some upkeep that tlc yeah, uh, yeah. And, and they can't build that equity because they're already at their maximum right i mean yeah,
0: yeah. I, i've i've been to um you know um, places where people were house poor. they couldn't even afford the furniture. you walk into their house and and it echoes yeah because you know, because right. they have no they have their kitchen and they have maybe a couch in a living room but then the dining room's empty yeah and eventually over time they it, it, they catch up and they and you know they start making some money and 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 uh putting furniture in but uh, but it, it's better to don't start big start start off smaller and just work your way up mm-hmm. and like and like traditionally that's what you know you know probably our parents did and and all that kind of stuff but um like like Philip was saying, you know, start on the outside of of where you're work working and drive in and, and build your, build your wealth out yeah. that, that way.
1: And uh, investing in real estate is um, uh, is always going to be the right answer because you know when's the last time the real estate market took a a big dive? And when you take you know a haircut in terms of investing in real estate, uh, I, I can't recall the last time. Well, probably the last recession. It, it, well, it is,
0: the, la- the 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 t- 2008 recession at the end of 2008. That was just a little a bleep. It it uh, um, it, it slowed the mar- the market slowed down, and it, and it corrected itself within uh, six yeah. six to eight months. But it wasn't months. catastrophic. No, no. Early nineties was was a yeah. catastrophic uh, recession, and that was probably one of the longest recessions in 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 a, in a long time. Uh, normally, recessions uh, historically they're usually less than a year. And uh, yeah. but but now, uh, but uh, but. But, yeah, like early 90s was, uh, mm-hmm. was a long one.
1: Definitely. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up with uh, uh, talking about the for sale sign. And apparently it's getting a uh, makeover. It's first major makeover in nearly 50 years. Stay tuned for that. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML.
0: Our house is a very, very, very fine house With two cats in the yard Life used to be so hard
1: Last go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samperin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, their sales representatives with REMAX's Gartman Realty, the Golfy team. Call them up anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. If you have a question for the Golfie team or you want to recommend a topic you'd like us to tackle on this program, email questions at robgolphi.com. That email address again is questions at robgolfe And go online and find a host of great information at Robgolfi.com. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I.com. And golfets is another <laughs> of your websites. Uh, we have a, a a fan in the building, uh, at least a, a daughter of uh, a fan in the building who uh, noticed the golf gets, yeah, gets it sold. bit a couple people
2: that comment on our Facebook. a little bit of a little bit Yeah, a little bit of a we add we added them to our, uh, our our sold sign that says you know our sold sign oh, nice. now on it every yeah. sign says Golfie gets his sold yeah. so yeah. it's that's kind of a, a little tagline that the uh, yeah. cities embrace yeah. actually,
0: we, we, we actually registered that that's uh, a registered it's,
1: it's a website yeah, n- well no well doesn't it redirect to your website it's uh, a registered trademark it's a registered, oh, registered trademark, trademark. Yeah. oh that's what it is okay yeah. so. Oh,
0: it, um, well, we, it works. We, it does, <laughs> yeah. You know, we figured that uh, it people remember it. It's catching on. It's yeah, catching It's catching yeah. yeah.
1: All right, let's talk about the for sale sign. Uh, there's probably one in your neighborhood right now, if you're listening into the program or, or on the podcast. Uh, you've toured across uh, the city. You notice see signs all over the place. They look... Pretty much the same.
0: Rectangular or square, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: apparently, though, there is a, a major makeover underway for this uh, for-sale sign, which is going to get a, a makeover for the first time in nearly 50 years. Uh, a company called Compass is, uh, or at least wants to, um, uh, make their sign kind of uh, catch fire. And it's basically, it kind of looks like a stop sign, but instead of the octagon, it's a circle. Yeah. And, you know, the realtor's information is on this sign, and... You plunk it on the lawn, and there you go.
2: Yeah,
1: it, it's it, hard to get used to
2: your it, your it, eyes uh, isn't used to it for sure. It, yeah, it, it, it doesn't looks look pretty good. Though. It doesn't
1: look as big as what we see no, now.
0: No, no. and um, it it doesn't look bad. I mean. If if it goes with the with their logos and everything else like that, but if if you got a lot of square stuff going on yeah. on your logos,
1: See, I can picture with Remax because of the hot air balloon that yeah. that can probably actually, be incorporated into this type of sign.
0: Yeah, actually that's not a bad <laughs> yeah. idea. So there you go. I'll get <laughs> some uh, I'll that. get some commission on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But
1: uh, it, to me, when I look at the sign, and again it looks like a stop sign only it's circular instead of the octagon. It looks almost understated a little bit, at least yeah. you know the, the photos that we saw. It doesn't, re- doesn't really grab your attention. No, it doesn't. It's just, it's just,
2: it's very plain and and, yeah. and um. But I think that's where for sale signs are going to go because really? there's, a, I think there's a lot of information that's available online. That the for sale sign is, is is gonna it's gonna become smaller and yeah and because right now you you see a house and then it looks like they have a billboard on their front yard yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah. somebody's picture it, yeah, on there it, uh, we it, don't we it, don't put pictures it's uh, a little on our, uh, it's a little overwhelming I think you know especially with the way that people get information about houses. Right. You know, it's not the old days where you drive down the street, and you see the sign and, and you go and buy the house. Especially mm-hmm. even, even when it comes to uh directionals, right? And, and and it annoys me when I see, you know, you know, there's you know, ten different directionals at the end of a street all pointing yeah. things. Open house a, this yeah, way. There's yeah, there's or there's a four you know, I think it I think it makes you know it it looks junky. I don't right. I don't think it looks good. Um, but, uh, I, I think, you know, and we've seen towns implement bylaws specific for directionals, especially for realtors, um, oh, Hamilton, that, Hamilton that has you're, you're, yeah, you're yeah. not yeah. allowed to have directionals at the end of the street. And I think it's a great, it's really? a great yeah. bylaw. Um, it keeps the, it keeps the neighborhoods looking clean and, yeah. you know, nobody wants these, all these flags around their front lawn mm-hmm. pointing and, and directionals yeah, at the corners.
0: But, you know, some, but there's a lot of pressure from sometimes the, uh, um, the seller they say, oh, I want. Can't you put something there? Because you know, down the street, around the corner, there's somebody's got that. Right. And, and you're kind of like, you know, you you want to explain to them, but but they follow the mass, right? People follow the sure. mass. Yeah. And so that then you end up putting a little directional at the corner of their street, right. so that people can see that there's a house down their street for sale, especially if it's off off a main road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um,
1: but in terms of the for sale sign on someone's lawn, it's not like there's. Fifty thousand vehicles passing by that house to see the sign and say, "Oh, that house is for sale." They're seeing it on MLS or on your Facebook page or on your website, right? Well, and and nobody's gonna go. Nobody's
0: gonna go. Wow, that was a nice for sale sign. I think (laughs) I'll buy this house. You know what I mean? So, so I mean, the for sale sign is there for the purpose of saying, "Hey, it's for sale. Here's my phone number." And, uh, and here's our website give us a call right. uh, that, that's mainly it but I mean if somebody wanted to you know put a, you know, a nice round for a sales sign mm-hmm. something different mm-hmm. I mean people aren't going to say hey did, Did you, you see, see that for Let's <laughs> go back. Let's go back down the street. Yeah, and we got to buy again. that house. Let's yeah. keep driving by it. You know, nobody's going to do that. Yeah. So
1: let's uh, end the program with uh, a special night tonight. Movie night tonight. Yeah, we're on. having an outdoor movie
2: night all in support for the uh, Grimsby Benevolent Fund. It's at Centennial Park in Grimsby, also known as Nellis School. It's right off, uh, right off the main street. Um, the admission is just a non-perishable food item. Uh, the movie's Peter Rabbit. Nice. I don't, have yeah. you seen it? <laughs> I haven't seen it. I heard it was yeah. good though. Yeah. But uh, we have a, uh, you know, we have food trucks, ice cream. We have yeah. a, a, a magic show, balloons. F- you know, people making balloons. Wow. We, we got have bouncy Cal- castles. Yeah. We got uh, um, Calvin. live music. It's going to be a good night. We got yeah, uh,
0: Calvin, uh, Calvin the Kleins uh, magic show. Um, it's it's great if you got if you great want something. For that, the family. It's a great night for the family. You want something for the kids to see? Just sit out under the stars and mm-hmm. watch a movie. This is a great. So great what hope. what
1: what time should people be showing up tonight? Uh, uh, seven seven thirty. Okay, is when yeah. we'll all be set up. Yeah, nice. yeah. sounds like a fun night. Uh, uh, congratulations on that. A great uh, cause as well. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.
2: Perfect. And we awesome. will be back
1: next Saturday at nine right here on nine hundred CHM.